Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. Weighing somewhere around 200 pounds, I'm not quite sure, it's the return of crust. And I don't know what it weighs and I'm not going to insult him, but I'm here with Keeney. Love it. I love the weight introductions. <laughs> <laughs> not that it matters because none of you are ever going to see me. Right, maybe on some YouTube content in the, uh, in the future. But I'm, I'm here, as you know, with Keeney, as you've just heard him giggling away. Yeah, I guess. And uh, somebody who finally has had to miss a podcast, mainly because we've, we've locked him away somewhere. Um, yeah, so if, if, if you hear any muffled screaming in the background, that's just Fisher tied up. Just uh... <laughs> <laughs> So it's just the two of us today. Um, so I hope you enjoy, enjoy the promotion. So I think we should start with some news, which seems to be a bit of a theme that we like to do over the last few weeks. Some headline news, um, which came out, I think, this morning, Uh, We're recording this on Thursday, so it came out Thursday morning. Uh, The release of Tony Storm from WWE. Uh, Quite a surprise, I think. Um, But the fact is she's actually asked for her release, we've heard. Um, I presume this means it's a 90-day clause um, in this contract, which WWE have granted that release. So I'm really interested to see where she goes from here. I think we have a have a very good inkling of where she might go and uh yeah starts with an a and ends in a w and we also had a very big post from Britt baker dmd from aw who's their obviously their biggest female star um tweeted uh tweeted a picture of tony storm this morning so if she hasn't been talking that's definitely going to get people talking i mean what do you think about that keeney yeah um I, I think shock is the right word. Was not expecting it. I mean, we'll come on to it very quickly, but she's just been in a title match on TV. Um, the good thing from this is that she requested her release. She didn't get released for budget reasons or, you know, all, you know, we, we spoke about it in our um, end of year pod. All of these releases have been um, a real down point. And this could have been a skid mark if that was, re- if that was the reason, but actually, because she's requested it and they've granted it makes me think it's, it's, it's the right thing for both parties because I mean, who knows why she wants to be released? Maybe it's just because she thinks it's bad creative. I mean, 
two weeks ago she was getting pied by Charlotte Flair twice in the space of 30 seconds. Maybe that's why she wants to be released. Or maybe there's other reasons. Maybe she wants to move or, you know, there could be any of any amount of reasons. Yeah, there could be loads of reasons, couldn't there? But I mean, if we're looking at it from our point of view, she's not being used very well. If um, we were quite big fans of um, NXT UK when she was when she was there and she was a fantastic wrestler, she was being used as a very serious wrestler. And it feels like she's she's not been given that opportunity. Yes, she's been in the ring with Charlotte Flair, but she's not been given the chance to properly wrestle, in my opinion. Um, I, I'm getting yeah. the feeling that that's where this, how this has come about. Uh, I guess she's had a chat with WWE and they've decided that the way they're going to use her is not what she wants to do. But yeah, I, I assume so. I mean, now WWE's women's roster on both Raw and SmackDown is down to 20 women now. But that's the... Considering the Royal Rumble's next month, and that's a 30-person Royal Rumble, and you've got obviously title matches, you probably take out four women in the title matches. You're down to 16 women. Okay, they've got NXT, but they're filling half of their rumble with predicted women before, not on the main but roster. I think um and I was wrong last time, but I honestly think Dakota Kai has to come up. Yeah, Dakota Kai, Io Shirai, I think there's a few that even Kaylee Ray, I know she's just on NXT, but I think you could just transfer, you know, like they did with Dewdrop, just put straight on the main yeah. roster. Um, there's there's a lot. They, they, the the women's roster on NXT is very uh, strong. It is it is quite a big roster on aid on um, NXT. Sorry, so there is room to move people up. But what what, what I think as well is I I was quite critical of Tony Storm. Um, how she performed in a couple of her segments in the build-up to Charlotte Flair. I don't think she gave it her all. I, I just don't think she performed how you you would want a title challenger to perform. Um, and maybe that made the decision easier for WWE. Again, I'm just speculating. Um, but maybe, again, maybe she didn't perform because she had stuff going on and the heart wasn't in it. You know, th- there could be any number of reasons, but I just hope she ends up in AEW. I think she'd be used brilliant there. And yeah, now there's two titles. I don't think it would be too much to have her over there as well. I think they could use someone of her skill. They could. And the women's roster in AW is getting stronger and stronger by the yeah. week, as we will come really to looking, later. Looking forward um, to that. Yeah, more, more on that one later. <laughs> yeah, but we can segue straight into uh, the week's review and start with SmackDown um, chronologically, the first WWE show of the week. Um, and... We might as well start with Tony Storm Charlotte, the uh, title match. Um, yeah, well, what, what do you think of this? This was Tony Storm's last match in WWE. Uh, I just don't think it showed her off as it, it really could have done. Um, no. Do I think Charlotte's the right opponent for her? Probably not. Um, but I, I just don't think she came across too well. And then I, I wasn't happy with the end <laughs> either. And the fact that we had a roll up, which it almost seems like it's a bit of the last straw for Tony Storm. It's, it's almost like she was on the same wavelength as me. Um, yeah. But really, I, there's, there's really not much for me to mention. I wasn't that impressed. It happened on a on a normal show and it ended with a roll up. That, that was but it. How about it, you? It did. And I think the um, where, where it was on the show showed how unimportant it was to them. It didn't open the show because I, we, we opened with the, uh, Paul Heyman interview it didn't end the show it was just kind of like towards start no real hype like you you compare this to live and becky which is a very similar style build 
And yeah. Liv and Becky main evented Raw, had a proper like build to it. Got it they had a video package, really got into it. And that they clearly just weren't into this match. And maybe, maybe again, maybe it's because they knew Tony Storm wanted her release. And, it does feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah, they but this match it. was just an afterthought, really. That's what I think. It wasn't the best match. And um, yeah, just it kind of all makes sense now. I think if if we'd have done this pod yesterday, we might have been speaking differently about when this match wasn't quite up to standards. Maybe there's a reason for that. You yeah, know, it all makes sense, doesn't it? People's heart weren't in it. Um, I think the main point, the main part of SmackDown, which took up half the show, was the Gauntlet match. So we finally got an Intercontinental Challenger, as yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura has never defended his title since he won it on TV, or defended it once, maybe. It's insane. And he's it? had it for like four or five months. It's ridiculous. Such a prestigious title and such a good wrestler, and they're just messing around with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I thought, again, this is a, a very common WWE trope to just put a gauntlet match on if they if especially if they're you know a bit light on roster and kind of just want to fill TV time they can fill half a show it's they they do it really well the gauntlet matches they really do well you, I don't really see any other company do it I mean I know watch AEW but they don't really do gauntlet matches yet uh, they do it really well and um yeah a couple of good performances in here I thought Angel started Really well, got a couple of wins early on, looked quite good. Um, bit yeah, I thought him. he was going to go further than he yeah. did. He was looking he really did, strong. Did he lose to Shanky, did he, I think, in the end? That's a bit gutted by that. Um, and then we ended, oh, okay, you know, we had crew in the middle with Sheamus and stuff, but we ended with Ricochet, um, impressive, and Ricochet's Sami Zayn last two, which is a really good um, final two. Really good match between those two. And Sami Zayn wins which i think makes sense with a finish face yeah yeah really nice to see this from sammy he's so good in ring yeah um and this his, is his, sort of his sammy character I is, like, where is he's actually good. wrestling yeah um sometimes I, I get a bit bored of him just playing a, a character um, but when he's properly wrestling and not running away all the time i actually really enjoy him yeah uh, something else good. i wanted to mention as well talking of character was i actually enjoyed gulak here where he like he looked really serious. I thought, hang on. And the commentators were bigging him up, saying like he's a submission machine, this, that, and yeah. the other. And then he just got bro kicked instantly. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I feel a bit bad because I know at one point we were thinking Gulak was going to AEW and was going to be like one of their top guys, and he stayed at WWE and just being. I think silly. if 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 you listen back, I think after the um, draft, I said, "Oh, Gulak to SmackDown. That's good for him. He's away from the 24-7 title. He'll get, he'll, he'll get used more in SmackDown." And he's getting beaten in in three seconds, basically. But you know, it's he got himself in the gauntlet match at least. Yeah, I think it's a fine spot for him. I mean, again, this gauntlet match maybe shows how small the roster is when you're having to throw both Viking Raiders in there and Jinder and Shanky, um, and even a Gulak. You know, he's bottom of the card. Uh, and it, like I say, I just think it's really good. I think Ricochet was my standout here because I thought he really impressed me. And just goes to show how good he is in ring. I think you forget sometimes because you don't see him all the time. But my God, can that guy wrestle? He's really impressive. They need to get him in the ring more. And um, yeah, I, I love to go the match. And it was nice to have more than 10 minutes wrestling on a SmackDown for once. Yeah, well, SmackDown was very wrestling heavy. Because um, we also ended the show with the Miracle on 40, 34th Street Fight, uh, which was the main event. Um, but it's actually my skid mark of the week, this one. Um, 
and I'm actually not too like passionate about how much I dislike this. I just don't really like these silly, stupid gimmick, um, especially like themed. You know, they do it around um, do things around Halloween and uh, stuff, and just have Christmas trees by the side of the ring and presents and eggnog, and it's all just a bit. It's all just a bit forced. It's just not really my kind of thing, and especially when you've got the um, the trying to remember who was in there now yeah it was Usos and Madcap Moss so we have the Usos who are linked strongly with Roman you've got the New Day who are the challengers for um, the Usos you've got Drew McIntyre in there these are big guys and they're doing you know this kind of stuff uh, not really for me I mean I think Madcap Moss and Corbin are, are fine in this kind of role but apart from that I, I, and I guess the New Day do do this kind of stuff I just think they're a bit better than that um but I, I mean, my note here is poor Drew. I, I just think Drew should be, if not in the title picture, but bloody close to it, you know, winning matches credibly, not pouring eggnog over Mad Cat Moss's head. <laughs> I think I think his time's going to come again. I don't think we have to worry too much about Drew. Yeah, no, no, you're I, right. I see your point, yeah. You're right. Um, and, I know you know, you the, yeah, I, I, just, I just think it's a bit silly. And again, I'm not even that passionate about it. I mean... It is what it is. You, you, I guess you kind of expect it from WWE, uh, WWE, but it doesn't make it any better than it's expected. But yeah, um, well, I think that was about it for Smackers. Unless you had anything else you wanted to mention, um, just briefly. The only other thing that happened on the show was Paul Heyman did an interview to kick off the show, and just he kind of didn't really say a lot, but he kind of briefly mentioned about retiring and whether his career is over now. But obviously, it's not. Obviously, it's not. But. I just don't. I just don't know what side he will end up on, Brock or Roman, or whether there'll be someone else thrown into the mix. Yeah, I, I like I the just, fact that he mentioned about getting somebody new from NXT. Yeah, I quite like that. I was like, yeah, go and get like Von Wagner or someone. Try and make him a big star or something. Could be quite interesting. <laughs> he could promote him. He, he has a talent to do that, doesn't he? Yeah, um, but it's interesting to see what Heyman does next. Um, but yeah, he's not retiring, <laughs> despite what he said. Um, what about Raw? If, if we move on there, because SmackDown covered anything. Let's from move on. So we had Gable versus out. Riddle to start, which was actually a really good match. I rate these two wrestlers really, really highly. Um, yep. And I really enjoyed it. Just a generally a good wrestling match. No real standout moments, but the whole thing was just real smooth and, and nice to watch. You also thought Gable had a good uh, bit of mic work before this match as well. Um, a real hill promo. We get, you don't see Gable on the mic very often, but he's pretty good. And he can wrestle, so he's kind of it all um yeah. again i don't think he'll be a main event star but he should be used more than he has been um and this actually followed up was followed up by orton v otis as well um the other half of these tag teams that was good as well yeah another good match again just these four wrestlers all four of these wrestlers are really good i don't know why yeah. this isn't the tag title feud it seems a bit random they're doing this and actually the title match at day one doesn't involve Gable and Otis. Yeah, it is a bit silly, really. And I think they should have won the RK Bronament. Yeah, yeah, it could have been good. And also, I think um, it, it was nice to see Orton sort of on the back hit, uh, back foot against Otis and then literally hitting that RKO out of nowhere because he was under pressure, which was cool. I, I liked that. Um, I like it when these big stars get put under pressure and they just sort of just about win it. Yeah. No, completely agree with you. Also, it's quite impressive seeing an RKO on Big Otis because they were talking about how he probably couldn't be able to hit it because he's so big. Yeah, well, he uh, he reversed three last week. Big uh, Oat. 
big Otis. Um, but again, to segue on, again, to my top mark of the week, um, the final of the RK Bronament was the Street Profits Speed of Mysterios. And again, this is my top segment because, again, we have to remember, this, this, is, this is a wrestling podcast, and this is the best bit of wrestling I saw all week. I thought Street Profits and Mysterios absolutely brought it. It was a superb match. Um, and yeah, that, that's what's my top mark because it was just such good wrestling. Um, and I wasn't really expecting it. I mean, I know these guys can go, but I wasn't invested in this match necessarily. But I, I just thought it was absolutely brilliant. And the Profits win. Um, Montez looks amazing again, as he kind of always does. Montez 4 just impresses me more and more each week. Uh, what did you think of this one? I really enjoyed it as well. Yeah, I, I think it's a very good top mark. It was a it was a great match, and Dominic impressed me. Um, yeah, he, which is he's nice getting better, isn't he? he? He he's been a bit quiet for a little while. I think um, the interesting thing about this is obviously because they win the RK Brodement, the Street Profits get a, another chance against um, RK Bro. Uh, yeah. which I'm thinking in my head is this time build up to mania season is this time for orton and riddle to turn on each other or Possibly. are we going to drag this out longer i mean after the um orton otis match they had their hug didn't they and then orton yeah. like teased an rko on riddle and like they laughed about it and i just wonder maybe that was like a little a little hint maybe that something could happen i mean the profits could easily win the belts back it's, it's hard to know i just think it'll be a great match um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's hard to decide what to do, but yeah, really good match. Yeah, so as much as I wanted Otis and Gable to win the tournament, I'm actually glad they didn't because this match, the final, was uh, incredible. Um, we then had an AJ Styles promo. Yeah. Go on to this. Yep, yep. Go ahead. And we had Grayson Waller, who is an NXT superstar, who is sort of been thrown into the heel limelight if you don't watch NXT. Um, yeah, he's like the mega heel on NXT. At least this is continuation from NXT because AJ went to NXT and yeah. did a thing in Grayson Waller. So. And he's doing such a good job. Um, so he sort of came out. They had a bit of a spatting ring continuing the NXT promo work. Um, and then we had um, Apollo Crews come out. Um, sort of from out of nowhere. Um yeah, but really good to see this match. I, I I like, but I love both of these wrestlers. They're very very talented, um, and I actually quite enjoyed this match. And also, it's really nice to see AJ starting to wrestle again and actually have promos on his own. I don't oh, mind the yeah. Omos stuff, but you just remember how good he was and how much he'd been overshadowed. So nice to see him wrestle singles matches and not just be the battering ram so it's going to look good at the end. It's nice to just see him wrestle and win matches and look great because AJ's one of the best wrestlers in the world. And um, yeah, yeah, I think it's slightly misused in the Otis. Um, It was good for a while, but I think they kind of overdid it a bit. Um, Got a few notes on this one. So obviously we we had COVID this week. affect wwe in particular um with a lot of wrestlers not there you know we know you know throughout the show there was there was no lashley seth or biggie on the show um a couple of them doing in uh you know interviews from home so and i'm assuming omos might be in a similar situation because he wasn't there um because i think last week they actually 
advertised AJ Viomos for this week. Um, so, but what, what, what was good about people, some people not being there is we got some fresh matchups like this, like AJV Apollo, I don't think we would have got if, if, if no. everyone was there. And I think Apollo, similar to Ricochet, kind of shows how good he is. I think sometimes yeah. you, you kind of sleep on Apollo sometimes, but my God, can that guy wrestle? He's brilliant in ring. He's brilliant in ring. Yeah, he's strong. Yeah. He's athletic. He isn't bad promo at all either. He's he's kind no. of yeah, really. I, I think that's, that was actually that's actually Ricochet's down for Ricochet can't really cut a promo. Um, no, no, but Apollo's yeah, really improved, like hasn't he? Yeah. yeah, like you say, I think we need a bit more of these fresh matches, especially on a three-hour show. You shouldn't be getting the same matches week in week. Yeah, out. well, that, yeah. that's the thing. If if we didn't. If, if everyone was there from COVID, I'm sure we would have got AJ Viomos and then probably we would have got it again next week and again the next week. But actually, this freshens up and maybe that's why they brought Grayson Waller as well. Um, I actually thought he was going to wrestle Grayson Waller, but he didn't. Um, I was a bit, you know, miffed by the amount of reaction Grayson Waller got. I felt like people didn't really know him. Um, no, that, that's quite obvious that that's going to happen, though. Yeah, it's, it's just such a shame so because small. he's such a good heel. He's doing such a good job on NXT. Just watch that Johnny Gargano segment and you'll hate Grayson Waller. Uh, his, his, his last interview where he, where he attacked him because, my God, if, if you ever need to get heel heat, that's how to do it. Um, I think he's got does a good job of winding the crowd up anyway, though. I think he, got, yeah. he, he built quite quickly, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And he, he just looks like an idiot, doesn't he, as well? <laughs> he, he, it just, his, his whole look is a bit uh, knobbish. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention about this one is before the break, it was Commander Aziz v. AJ. And then mm. randomly, after the break, they just said, oh, no, it's actually Apollo now. And they never like explained it or showed why. I just thought it was a bit Yeah, weird. that was confusing, wasn't it? Like, what? Did it, Commander, what, this, like, happened to Commander Aziz in the advert break? Like, what happened there? That was pretty random. <laughs> he, was, he was, like, about to wrestle AJ, and then it just changed. I mean, I'm glad, because I think AJ v. Apollo is a better match, but just just Have we seen one. Commander Aziz wrestle yet? Um, he was in um, Raw Underground. He had like a match it like, yeah but like actually a in not a, not a proper rest i'm sure they've had a tag match before they must have done i don't think in a singles match i don't think we've seen him in the singles i don't remember the tag match to be honest but no I, I, nor can i but i'm sure we've had one surely but yeah he's bad isn't he? he's been in he's been on uh, apollo's side for a long time now and we've never really seen him wrestle which you know it's strange because he's such a big guy and you'd think they'd want to use him yeah no, definitely. I mean, it is, it is a strange one. Uh, definitely. Maybe that's why, maybe they changed their mind. Like, actually, let's, let's just get Apollo in there instead. Um, but yeah, I think that's just a weird way to change the match. Um, I'll go on to another wrestling segment before we go on to the main event. Um, we had Priest v. Ziggler again. I, um, I really like Priest's new entrance. I just wanted to mention. Yeah, no, it is really good. good. I think it's really showing intent that WWE. I know it's gone wrong in the past, but I think this is showing WWE's intent behind him that they're really trying to push him. Um, usually, a good entrance really can help, um, and it shows they want to put time and effort into him. Um, I know it didn't quite work with Alistair Black, but he's landed on his feet elsewhere. Yeah. Um, no, exactly. I just think it's good. I'm quite intrigued by the story as well, with sort of Priest losing his rag. Um, I wasn't too sure if I liked it or not first, but 
actually, I think I prefer this character from him because him just being a face, it doesn't really complete his look. I think he looks like he's got this sort of angry streak in him, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah. he, he's not what he's not sort of heel or face at the moment, and it's really starting to build a, a character around him. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of torn on it because I I liked him before, um, and I, I feel like they've kind of given him a gimmick, and it's a bit that can go one of two ways with WWE. Sometimes, if they give someone a gimmick, it kind of can ruin them a bit. So I'm 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 kind of on the fence. I want to see how it goes. As long I'm, as it doesn't happen every week. Yeah, I'm fine, <laughs> and, and and it hasn't in, in its defense. There's been a few weeks where he hasn't lost his rag. He's just he's just won normally. As long yeah. as that's, but if, if it, hopefully his thing isn't now, he's happy until someone annoys and then he goes mad and he's no longer winning clean. Like, because again, here we had a DQ finish. We didn't even get a clean finish here. And we were talking a few weeks back about Priest always getting clean wins. His new character is now, you know, we had it with Shinsuke at Survivor Series. We had a DQ finish because he lost his rag. He, he, he So we've seen it a few times now, whereas we weren't getting that before with Priest. So that, that's my only hesitation on this i i agree they're putting time into my like his new entrance I, I like the premise of the character but they wwe can go overboard can't they sometimes with it with these kind of characters um yeah i agree maybe give him some backstage attacks rather than dq in his matches yeah but i but think we're leading to a priest v ziggler proper match at some point there'll probably be a no dq match priest v ziggler or something at some point That'd be nice um, and fresh. I, I like seeing Ziggler in ring. I mean, he is just generally used to be beaten up, isn't he? But wouldn't yeah, mind seeing him get a sneaky win over him, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be uh, fast at all if he was the um, US champ. Because again, like I, I said before, I think Priest is is, is on to better things in the future. Because if, if Priest lost the belt here, you could put him straight in the title feud, the main title feud. Um, and the thing with his character, I guess, is he could be hit, uh, face or heel. I guess with his character because he's yeah. got the good and bad side, so it's kind of a nice, a bit like a bit like the fiend in like a lesser way. But the fiend could kind of be face or heel depending who you put him against. And I think that's a strange comparison. But yeah, well, I'm just thinking you can put him against whoever you want, or even like Cody currently in AEW. He, is he a face or heel? I don't know. You can put him against anyone you want. Uh, no, I, no. I just think um, don't compare Ziggler to Cody. <laughs> Not Ziggler. Um, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Priest. Yeah. No, no. Ziggler. Don't compare anyone to Cody. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get on to that later. Um, anything else for all you wanted to mention before we go on to the main event segment? Might be worth just very briefly mentioning the oh, sorry, yeah, the main event of Raw. Yeah, yeah. that's the only thing I was going to mention. Yeah, the, yeah. the Eric wet... Bischoff appearing. Yeah, I he was on was... AW. You have a... Yeah, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I, 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 I quite like that. But yeah, these guys just go around doing a bit of all sorts, don't they? Yeah, it feels like, uh, you know, like when like parents get divorced and you've got like the kid in the middle, and, like Eric Bischoff's that kid, he's just going back and forth. They're, they're, they're like using them against each other <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to try and one-up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just one of those segments. It's, it, 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 this, you know, the wedding vows, it's, they're not getting married. Or, it's a bit of a strange main event. Yeah, I, I couldn't it? really work out what was happening. Uh, and I liked, obviously, Edge come out um I, you know, we all expected it. I actually thought we might see Beth Phoenix here, but again, maybe there's a I think COVID reason. Why my early prediction is that Miz may win this match, which then pushes on to a, a doubles at Royal Rumble, which then stops the pressure of the likes of Edge having to get really far in the Rumble. 
That's yeah. my opinion. That's my prediction there for you. That's a good prediction. That's an early prediction. That's an early prediction. Fisher, don't <laughs> copy my prediction. I know like. Yeah, I know. It's a nightmare. <laughs> um, and we got a brood bath, the, the black gunk on Miz and Maurice. I did think that was quite cool, the music part anyway, um, just yeah. when we started. Like, I, think, with the music. I think I would have loved this if we didn't see it with Seth Rollins about two months ago. Just, yeah. He did the exact same thing with Seth Rollins. So it is cool, but it's just, you know, we've just seen it. So It's his special move. Yeah, but I like this, and I'm I'm looking forward to this match. And also, we haven't mentioned Miz literally slipped up on the way into the ring, didn't he? He completely he? lost his footing, yeah. As he walked in, he, like, slipped up, but he, he was, like, laughing about it. He, oh, is uh, that why Ez said don't fall off? Yeah, yeah, he, he nearly fell flat uh, on his face. No, I, I didn't see, I missed it. Was, that, it was, it was nearly funny. a Titus O'Neil at the Greatest Royal Rumble moment. He nearly absolutely <laughs> stacked it on his face. Oh, um, Titus was the best fool ever. Yeah, that was historic. That'd be my top mark that week if we were doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's probably Raw done. Nothing as much else from Raw. Done um, and dusted. Yeah, let's move on to NXT. NXT. What what from NXT stood out for you? Well, we had we had Grayson Waller again. He's everywhere at the moment. He is. They're, they're really pushing him in this heel stance, aren't they? So yeah. Grayson Waller opened opened it and then had a random match with Odyssey Jones, which I actually thought was great that he won. Yeah. It was. I mean, Odyssey Jones has been one of those of these new guys who hasn't really landed on his feet yet, has he? He hasn't really then we don't see him very much. And he hasn't really got much of a character. I don't, I don't really know who Odyssey Jones is. Odyssey Jones is. Um, just so a big guy who, yeah. I, I guess, is quite credible. Um, so he's he's good to put someone over, I guess, like Waller. Yeah, but good, and obviously his size is good for Waller to beat someone like that. You know, of, yeah. of, of, of his size and stature. So um, yeah, Grayson Waller's. Uh, on, now he's in this thing with AJ Styles, and he was on Raw. I actually don't think Grayson Waller is going to be on NXT for very long. I think he'll be on main roster very soon. Like Rumble, maybe. I think it could be good. Maybe he appears in the Rumble and then he maybe honestly he might have matched Major Styles like Mania or something at this point. The way his trajectory is going, Grayson Waller, he is on like this k- steep climb at the moment. I'd be impressed if we get him at Mania, but you never know. He can wrestle. Know. He I can mean, wrestle. The, the roster's thin, mate. They, they might have to. Of Grace of Water Romania, the way they go. good if he throws AJ out of the Rumble. Yeah, that's what I, really I that's good. right now, that's my early Royal Rumble prediction is Grace of Waller eliminates AJ and we get something from that. Um, but who knows? Anything can happen. Um, I think AJ's going to be on NXT next week, isn't he, for that New Year's Evil? Yeah. But they're not, but they're not wrestling. He's just confronting him. Um, so that, that means I think that they're, they're not they're holding off on this it's match. It's kind of strange that he hasn't got the Omos AJ. We, we've got that on one hand, and then we've got random Grayson Waller versus yeah. AJ. But I think it's nice, though. So rare AW, uh, AW, WWE do this, where they put someone in like two feuds at once. It's, it's rare. Yeah. Um, and usually if they do, they turn it into like a triple threat or something, or they do something with it. AW do kind this. Of like the main event of uh, yeah. Raw with the yeah, men. Exactly. AW do this all the time where they like people are involved with everyone and it's kind of like this weird like dynamic trying to work out who's with who and stuff uh, or you know who's against who so it's quite nice to have AJ have two feuds currently I quite like it and you know and well maybe maybe we'll see Grayson Waller and Omos team up I, I don't know 
you know, that could be maybe that's what they're planning. I don't know, but I think it's interesting. Yeah, it could be good. Could have something where Omos is going to win. Uh, sorry, AJ is actually getting one over Omos, and then suddenly Grayson Waller. I can't imagine it's going to happen. Not the way they booked him. But no, no, I, I don't think it will happen. But Omos is going to destroy AJ Styles, and then Waller's going to rip him for it. Maybe. <sighs> yeah, probably. Um... <laughs> I'm not like keen on Amos, but we'll, we'll see. We went straight back onto Raw, though, didn't we? <laughs> we did, yeah. Let's stay on NXT. That's Waller's fault for wandering around. He's been, wall- <laughs> he's been wallering all over the place. Yes, <laughs> Wallering back and forth. WWE are waggling their Waller all over the brands. <laughs> <laughs> it's always NXT we go a bit silly on, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's because we've been serious for so long. Well, do, do, you, want to get, do you want to get serious? Let's go on to some big old news, shall we? Go on. Give me some well, it, wasn't, it wasn't that serious. Well, it started off not serious because we had MSK in the ring. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I'm not too sure about their new gimmick, but they really, really then sort of made me forget all about that with this amazing announcement. Um, oh, God, this match. Weird Imperium like this. and then the uh, the ring general, Big Walter, on oh, the screen. Yes. And I know give, you're a huge me, fan. So. Give me this match. And can you can you imagine this six man? So the six man match we're talking about is MSK and Riddle, the Imperium. Can you this match is like amazing? All six wrestlers are so good. Like MSK incredible. As much as MSK's character is a bit questionable, they could go in ring, MSK. Oh and yeah, we, big time. We just a few weeks back we we're talking about the, the um war games where Imperium sold a show a bit with yep. how good Eichner was. Walter and Riddle, when them two get in the ring together, that's going to be insane. You know, Riddle's going to take some slaps to the chest. And I've been wanting Riddle to go like he used to in NXT for a long time. Yeah, and I think this, this is the match. I hope even, this match even gets Eichner a long Riddle time. It's going to be insane. Yeah. I could watch this match for like half an hour. I don't, Obviously, we're not going to get that long, but I, I, could, I could watch this match. For- I don't know. Walter, they like to give him time. They do. Um, interesting. Hopefully, hopefully now this is Walter on NXT full time. Hopefully, because he's yeah. flirted with NXT a few times. He's not on NXT UK. He hasn't been since he lost the belt. Um, we haven't seen him. So I hope now he's and him with Imperium. Um, yeah, that's so oh, cool. I, lo- I love it. That, that's so going to cool. be so good. So he's, yeah, big big he's news. A, he's a future NXT champ again. He's another one, Walter. You could just push him to the main roster. He's a definitely you could you could bypass NXT, but they shouldn't because Imperium are there. They should keep them together. Definitely. Um, but yeah, that match. I mean, I, there's a few matches announced for um, New Year's Evil next week, which isn't actually a pay per view. But that six man match is for me the standout match by far. Cannot wait for that one. Yeah, that could um, be incredible, couldn't it? Yeah, really could. The the main event. So this was kind of built up earlier in the night where. Yeah, Before we get on to the main event, there's a very oh. small thing we need. Okay, I think well. we need to mention, but it was very sort of hit and miss. Uh, we had Tiffany Stratton's Stratton's um, Tiffany Stratton's debut. Stratton's yeah. debut. It, the match was okay. It was nothing special, but she's finally actually appeared. Um, it's not just promo after promo after promo. She she's yeah. here. So uh, there is there's actually a few. I wish I would have remembered the name now. I've forgotten his name. Oh, uh, Draco Anthony. Do you remember him? No, nope. <laughs> he, he had a video package. So there was a few weeks back. They did three video packages for new people. One of them was Tiffany Stratton. One of them was um, Edros Sanofi, who I think we saw on this show, who's wrestled a few times. 
and one was Draco Anthony. And then Draco Anthony's has have been basically taken off TV for some reason. And I just I just happened to see on Twitter that he's fighting on two or five live tomorrow night. Um and I was like, oh yeah, Lucky. Draco Anthony. Is two five live still going. It is it's just NXT dark. It's just NXT basically, it's just batches before NXT. It's kind of like I think Clash Legends had a few matches on there. Uh, it's people like that that don't really get on NXT TV. Um, but yeah, I, I just randomly I, I just saw Draco Anthony. I forgot about him until I saw that. You've obviously forgot about him. I have. Sorry, Draco. He, he, he had one video on NXT TV a few weeks back. Uh, but yeah, Tiffany Stratton was yeah bang average. Just let's just see more from her. Um, interested to see what a character how it develops. It seems a bit Eva Marie to me, early doors. That's how I'd, com- how I'd compare it in terms of her character. Like, you know. I don't think it'd be very popular. Lavish lifestyle and that. But mm. um, yeah, on to better women's, well, yeah, better women's news from NXT. We had earlier in the night, um, Raquel and Cora J talking backstage. And then you had Mandy from her pool again. Um, again, maybe there's a reason she's not there. Maybe it's a COVID uh, reason, but she wasn't at the show. Nor were uh, Toxic Attraction, which was the scheduled match. Toxic Attraction v. Raquel and Cora Jade. Um, instead, we got Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray against Raquel and Cora. And the winners would qualify for the triple threat match, um, which for me seemed a bit weird because the match had already been announced. So it seemed a bit weird to then take them out of the match to then qualify for it again. It just seemed a bit backwards. I think, as you say, something with COVID's been going on. Whether they're Yeah, it, it, was, it was a last-minute change. It, yeah. They're just trying to fill it, which, to be honest, it was a good match. I love seeing Kaylee Ray and Ring and uh, Io Shirai, so, um, and Gonzalez as well. Cora Jade, I've said it before, I, she's not wrestling. She's in the ring, but she's not wrestling. Um well, she, she gets, won. She gets she the pimple again. She she seems to win every match she wrestles. She did another roll up. It's always a roll up. <laughs> I, I I get that people are new and they have to learn, but the only thing I can think that she's done is jump off the top of the top of the top of the cage, which was yeah. great. But we've had ha- how many matches now with her? Probably about six or seven. Yeah, she's beat Dakota Kai definitely. I think she beat Mandy Rose, didn't she, in like a one-on-one match early on? She's won a few. She's I thought she's won every match she's been in. But you're right. I can't think of a Cora Jade move. I, I can't think of one move she's she's done. That's that's mad. But I genuinely a roll up. <laughs> yeah. Other than she jumped off the cage and she sold a, a broken shoulder incredibly well. <laughs> uh, and, and I, you know, I said at the time. I think we all said at the time. This is a star-making moment as long as she's not yeah. winning by roll-up for the next few weeks. And what she, you know, I'm hoping it's sort of like a thing. So we're lured into this. Can she? Can't she? And then suddenly she like just goes crazy. And- yeah. Well, hopefully next week she she brings it and it's, she's like the star of the match. And yeah. the, the thing is, you can see her winning the belt because they're clearly behind her. Um, I just hope she doesn't win it by roll up and becomes ch- champ by not doing a move. It seems she's a bit... got to wrestle. <laughs> you can't not wrestle. Um, 
at this level, especially when the round her, she's got so many talented women. I mean, look at like Kaylee Ray, Gonzalez, any Dakota Kai, anyone in that ring. Yeah. She just needs to do something. Um, yeah, she's got the look. Um and to be honest, she's not too bad at promos either. I think she's pretty good yeah. on the mic. Yeah, I just need fine. to see some in-ring wrestling. This is an insult, but I think even Marie did more in terms of <laughs> yeah. actual wrestling. Um, she tried. And again, if, if this was the lower in the card, you'd excuse me. This, she's going for the NXT title here, like ahead of people like Io Shirai and Dakota Kai and Kaylee Ray. So she needs to be doing more than what she's doing. And maybe it's it's all storyline. Maybe there's a reason she's only winning by roll up and they're gonna it's gonna be some amazing story that's played out, but I don't see I it right so. now. I don't see it, but yet. But you gotta convince us marks anyway. Exactly. Um, I've just got two other notes from NXT. Um, probably the match of the night, Solo Sokoa v Santos Escobar. Thought it was a really good match. Um, Solo won again. It was Zion Quinn getting involved um, with this weird Electra Lopez um, storyline. I don't really get what's happening. Because the thing is, it's obviously... The feud is Escobar v Zion Quinn, but I think we've had that match in like a street fight already. So I'm kind of confused why they're still feuding. It seems I, I don't really know what the end goal here is, unless Electro maybe Lopez, Lopez like leaves. leaves. Yeah, Fantasma. Yeah, um, maybe. maybe that could happen. But I thought this was. What do you think of this match? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, really enjoyed it. it. Um, seeing more from Sakura as well, which is great because we were really excited to see him. We know Escobar can go. Um, He's one of the best guys in NXT, in my opinion. Yeah, he is. Um, I think it was brilliant. And then, and then afterwards, we had the spot with Boa attacking Sokoa. Yeah, this was... It's just it's just a bit weird, isn't it? He's got face paint and he doesn't. And it's kind of like the face paint takes over him. So I, I, I don't really... The face paint takes over him. Well, it does, because he's he like attacked him with the face paint. Then like the camera went back and he didn't have it on. And he was like shocked at what he did it was just a bit like weird i, I don't really know what what's going on with boa um but look out for that dodgy face paint yeah but you know maybe it's uh maybe it'll be um, who knows solo sokoa v boa will be good i'm sure um i think solo sokoa is great by the way i think he um he's one of the better new guys that have come through but we don't really talk about we, i don't think we talk about him that much because he's um he's not really involved in a proper feud no, up, up until this point. So, but I, I think he's brilliant in ring. You, you can uh, tell he's he's like a natural, isn't he? He's not like, yeah. You know, there, there's certain people that are like kind of in wrestling families, like Bron Breaker and Solo Sokoa, who just seem so natural, just seem like they're made for wrestling. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. The other um thing probably worth mentioning was we had the contract signing for the... um title unification between Carmelo and Roderick Strong. Yeah. And I think they said that the Cruiserweight title was definitely going because I think Roderick said he can't wait to be North American champion again. So I think this is basically for the North American title and the Cruiserweight title is going. It's, it's a unification match. So whoever wins is the champ, but the championship that's staying is North American even if yeah. Roderick Strong wins. 
because I thought whoever won keeps the belt and then whoever loses their belt goes away. Or so that's kind of what I thought might happen. So I thought oh, it was obvious Carmelo's winning, but now they've added this stipulation, this kind of added layer makes it more likely that Roderick could win. Um, yeah, I agree. It'd be too obvious, wouldn't it, otherwise, if it was winner keeps the belt. It'd be so obvious that Roderick was going to be retiring. Yeah, exactly. But um, it's a really good um, mic work between Trick and Malcolm Bivens here. Um can't remember any lines now. I haven't written any down, unfortunately. But I, I just I just loved their back and forth. Um, and it kind of led to the Creed brothers putting Trick Williams through the, through the table. Bivens, um, just I'd like to say, I'd like to see him on the main roster one day. Yeah, so I, I think he's someone that um, a lot of people that watch NXT a lot, like go to the live shows, have been a big fan of his for a while because he's been great on the mic for ages, but he's yeah. not been on TV much. Now mm-hmm. he's on TV a lot, and yeah, I think he's really good as well. Really like him. He's he's the best thing about Diamond Mine, in my opinion. Yeah, we like Ivy Nile. <laughs> we do, and I like the Creed Brothers as well. I think they're good. But Roderick Strong <laughs> is a great wrestler. He's okay. he's okay. He's already he's already had enough that the fact that basically Undisputed Era have just reformed on AEW. Don't slate him anymore. <laughs> well, he's, he's he's going for a rough time. He's about to lose his belt as well, probably. But. <sighs> And then he's going to get the sack and then go to uh, <laughs> yeah, probably no, they, they would not release him now because they would just completely, yeah, I know, set. I know, I bet you that's they're going to hold on to him. Maybe they'll have him win the belt just to make him happy, <laughs> be like, oh, don't leave, stay with us, you, <laughs> oh, you please, can, please you can be leave. champ, please don't leave, Roger. Please don't make undisputed era. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else from NXT? No, nothing, sorry. Yeah. Well, we can move on to AW. Ooh. Um, and so we should probably start with Rampage as it was first chronologically. Seems such a long time ago. Yeah, and, and often Rampage doesn't get its own shout out because it kind of merges into one. But this Rampage was, a big show. was noteworthy, wasn't it? With the main what event. What stood out for you? In What started to stand out for you? Well, can let's, I just... Let's start on a positive show. So we? I've got a note that just says hook, exclamation mark. <laughs> so I wasn't here a few weeks back. Or was it last week? No, it wasn't last week. A few weeks back, yeah, where everyone, where, where, where you and Fisher... We had a joint were, top mark. We're absolutely loving, loving Hook. Him. We and loved him, didn't we? I'm, I'm coming to join you guys because I Welcome to the Hook fan club. Absolutely love him. My God, has this guy got uh, aura about him? I don't know what it is, but this... He's like, got some serious charisma, hasn't he? His, his walk to the ring is enough, like... Before he even wrestles, I'm like, wow, this guy like is chewing of the gum. His music is insanely good, isn't it? It's, it's brilliant, his music. Oh, I can't get enough. I, I actually had to, I, I'm sure a lot of us out there have been the same. I had to hunt down that song, and yeah. I was wishing it was a song and not something AEW had made. And it actually is a um, well, quite a famous rapper, actually, called Action Bronson. Um, okay. It's a song by him. And I, I've listened to it loads of times now, similar to when Adam Cole joined AEW and added all yeah. about the boom. I, I just started listening to it over and over. I'm doing the same with Hook. This guy, I know it might sound early days, but I can see him being one of my favourites if he carries on the way he is. He, and he's um, got the fans behind him. The reaction he gets... Lovely to the, see, isn't it? The, 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 so the, the online um, fandom. The, like just If you just go on Twitter, I know Twitter's not a good place to gauge reaction always, but... It is mad. The this live guy crowds are behind him, aren't huge. they? To, to the point, did you see 
after Raw, um, WWE tweeted out saying send via because it is because of the send hook. That's like the hooks because uh, CM Punk's in yeah. it, and, it, and that's like the online thing is send hook. So Raw WWE sent out send via. It's like you know, stop trying. Veer's never coming. We know he's not. Like let's just leave him alone. <laughs> Veer's not as good as Hook. I don't care how much people love Veer. He's not. He's not Hook, is Come he? Come on, Veer. <laughs> Come on, Veer. He's gonna turn up at the Rumble and destroy loads of people. <laughs> I hope he turns uh, up at some point. That's, that's all I care about. I, I don't know why he's not here. I know they're uh, running out of wrestlers as well. They could have had him this week. Yeah, they're, they're I know. saving him for the Rumble. He's going to destroy everyone. Anyway, enough of that. Beer. <laughs> yeah, anyway, every yeah. week, Veer comes up. I, I don't know how. He... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think he's one of my favourites. The entrance is insane, and his in-ring ability is just incredible. They've timed this so well. It's like they've they've really moulded this guy. They've had him on screen, so you know who he is. Yeah. And I always used to thought, there's no way he's going to be any good. He's just Taz's son. But they've obviously been training him and training him and training him and said, right, now's the time to push the button when they know he's ready. And we know from experience, mainly in WWE, unfortunately, where they bring people up, they don't know what they're doing with them or they can't wrestle. I mean, as you said a while, I'm not going to get into a rant about it, but B-Fab, it's like they pushed and pushed and pushed and didn't know that she wasn't very good in ring. Whereas Hook, it's as if they've molded him and then they've said, right, he's ready. Yeah. and incredible, yeah. Really, yeah and he, he was against a big guy as well, and he was yeah, still Bear convincing. Bronson. And um, he had a spot in this match where he got piled, he had a pile driver to him, and then he just stood up from it almost yeah. like Undertaker style. Like, like, how often do you see that from like a guy like it's, it's just so it's just so unique? I just, you just don't see that very often. It was amazing. I loved it when he stood up. I, I, I proper popped. I was, yeah, I was out of my seat. I was like, come on, hook. And I just can't wait for his next match. I am like, he's the we're one all in the same I'm looking forward to the most in AW. And that's so AW got a stacked roster. They've got a stacked roster. But Hook's my number one in terms of looking out for his next match. I can't wait for it. And I don't quite know what it was. I, I saw an advert for Taz doing some masterclass or something. Yeah, he's, he's going to talk through Hook's moves or something. I don't know what he's going to do. Why not? But, I, anything to do with Hook, I don't yeah, mind. I'm, yeah, I'm, let's, I'm ready let's for see it. it. And the thing is, I don't want him to talk, Hook. I, I just want him to be like he is. Let let Taz talk for him or yeah, whatever. Let Taz just talk for him, yeah. But what what I nothing I just want to quickly just one last thing on Hook is what I like about <laughs> He's hooked him, you right in. Yeah, hooked me right in. <laughs> is we see with a lot of um, you know, I was I was praising Solo Sokoa, um, Bron Breaker, Dominic Mysterio is another one. These um you know, relations to wrestlers, either sons um, or, or, or brothers or cousins, whatever, of, of famous wrestlers, they are, they're, they're, it's very obvious that they're related to them. Like Dominic Mysterio's Rey Mysterio 2.0, basically. The way he wrestles, the way he looks, it's very similar, apart from the mask. Solo Soko was an Uso, that's obvious. Like the way he wrestles, everything is look exactly the same. Um, Bron Breaker, he's clearly a Steiner. Like it's so obvious, the way he wrestles, everything he does is, is very similar. Whereas Hook, if you didn't know and you saw Hook and Taz, you wouldn't no. know they were like father and He's son. He's very unique as well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, so I like they have like it because they could have put him in like a orange singlet and, you know, had him come out to Taz's music and just being Taz 2.0, but they've made him very different. And that's what I really like about him. Yeah, really um, good. Yeah. yeah. Excited for him. That's, that's enough on Hook for me. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> half the show on hook. <laughs> Please, God, I hope people are feeling the same as us, though. I think they are. I, I think say. I, I, I honestly think I, I, I actually think people are more excited than we are about hook. How is that possible? <laughs> I know, I know. He's he's, so he's mentioned good. every week, and uh, yeah, we did an end of year review the other week, and I think we actually mentioned it on there. But I can tell you now, in a year's time, we're doing breakout star of the year, hook. If he doesn't win it, I'll be amazed. He's probably going to be a male superstar of the year. Never mind <laughs> he might be, yeah. He's going to be up there. <laughs> Good. Um, all right. Did you want to mention something else? Maybe the main event so, of, of Rampage. Yeah. What made Rampage massive was the main event. We had Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. Uh, TNT for the title. TNT Championship, which is about to be the TBS, I believe, is it? No, no, it's staying as TNT. The TBS is, is TNT. TBS is the women's um, one, but they're they're moving channels to TBS. But they're, they're moving channel, but they're keeping the belt. Yeah, staying okay. as TNT. Yeah. Right. So, thank you for clearing that up, Keeney. That's all right. We, we had this match, which was awesome. Some some mad spots. Some mad spots. We had Sammy do a four fifty to the outside, um, which was just incredible. Um, he did a 6.30 splash in the ring onto Cody's knees, which I don't know how you can do that move without hurting yourself. How I, I, can you I, spin I don't that think, fast? I don't think it's possible. That must cane. I mean, he is yeah. flipping at some speed. That guy is just incredible. Um, so I, I, I did like the ending. I, I love the crossroads as a move. I think it's brilliant. Well, was it um, three in a row, two in a row? Yeah, yeah. Two, two in a row and then a... Um, can't remember the move um, that he used, but it, I think he did two crossroads and then uh, some driver. Um, but this is my skid mark of the week. It's because I don't know what's going to happen. So bear with me here. This could change depending what they do with the story. But at this moment in time, this is my skid mark. Cody Rhodes then wins the TNT title back off of Sammy G, who I think is one of the most talented people in AEW. He is he's a pillar. So he is. He is a pillar. He's so mm. entertaining. Why, when we've had a ropey feud between uh, Malachi Black, people are really booing Cody. I mean, mm. these people are hating on him big time. Mm. Uh, and it's almost, it's even drifting into other promos, which I'll talk about soon from Dynamite, where it's like the insults thrown at him by other wrestlers and stuff is true, saying that he's putting himself in positions just because of who he is. And yeah. this feels a bit like that. This kind of feels like a TV deal to me. Um, I wasn't certain it wasn't changing to a TBS title, but it feels like they've said to him, we want someone big who people know, because he's on reality TV in America. I know That's we, a good point, in actually. the UK, yeah. we don't know him, but he's on a lot of shows that. in America. And it's almost like they've said, we want you to be a champion, to be a face of the company. And I'm thinking, uh, the only way this can be made right is if Cody turns heel. But this is a big build now. It's almost getting too yeah, long. I can't believe he still hasn't. And I guess you could say the end of that match was a bit heel, like doing three finishers on one guy is a bit much. Like he went a bit, yeah. You know, he he had it. He maybe had it one after one, but he just did two more to make sure. Um, but he still isn't heel officially. So that's my skid mark, which actually segues actually onto dynamite so this yes. actually made me think that something was happening that may change my skid mark i might take this back but at the moment that is my skiddy um we had a sammy g 
uh promo in the adverts it was actually quite hard to see because oh, I, I actually i actually yeah. didn't see this so so yeah they, they basically yeah. he come out with his cards you know where he puts his cards up yeah, um, yeah. i had a look on youtube so i could see it properly um but basically sammy g said he's going back for that title okay. um so he's, he's going to go back for for cody's title which makes me think it's a TV deal. They're going to have him a few weeks and then he's going to go back for it maybe. Um, and then win it again, which I, I guess is okay, but still I, I need this Cody Rhodes turn, please. Um, yeah. So I, I was quite adamant in my prediction a few weeks back that he would turn heel here. It was Christmas. Yeah. I thought Christmas day, perfect time to turn heel. I thought maybe he turns in and wins it. I've, I thought there's a chance he wins it, but I think he only wins it if he turns heel. So I think the fact he won and didn't turn heel didn't make any sense to me either. Um, but Something that cements that he's actually staying face as well is the feud that I think we're about to get. Well, yeah, that was the next thing is... Is that where Dan, you thought I was going? But, yeah, Dan, Dan Lambert <laughs> um, is very clearly a heel. Yeah. And he is... He was calling out Cody and Brandy, was he? Cody, yeah. Um to the fact that actually, I think Lambert even got a few cheers on um, the Heidemite, which I've never thought I'd ever see. That's, um, he did. And Brandy yeah. was being booed. This was, a, I'm not going to repeat the stuff that was said because yeah. it's probably not wise. <laughs> this a back and this forth. was savage. And I'm, I'm <sighs> impressed. I'm surprised they said some of this stuff. Um, well, Brandy must have okayed it, you know. Oh, yeah, 100%. Been. But yeah, some of the stuff that he said about Brandy and, and the Nightmare family in general was just savage. And I liked some um, really realistic rips at Cody. Again, like I said, about him putting himself in positions just because of who he is. Yeah. Um, I guess the best wrestling is when it feels real and it does feel real, but it feels yeah. a bit too real now. Um, there it did. <laughs> um, Brandy used the line about he's just a uh, shit paul Heyman basically didn't didn't yeah, that was, to him. That that was, was great good. that that was a good response from brandy uh, i'm glad thought... they're using lambert though because he's so fire on the mic of being a heel yeah and i so think fire. we've got ethan page v cody for the belt next week i think it's ethan page one of ethan page or scorpio skies got a match for the tnt title next week um yep. which i fully expect cody to just retain his belt in um yeah but you know who knows but yeah, this um, yeah, this is the only thing. When this happened, I thought, well, it's probably not turning heel then because he's against the biggest yeah. heel on the roster. Um, we did it also a get... very odd way to go about things when he's getting booed so heavily. Yeah, it's just... it's it's like Roman Reigns level, isn't it? But worse. Yeah, like <laughs> if he turned heel, he could be one. Of, well, I was about to say the biggest heel in the company. He can't because they got MJF, but he can be one of the biggest heels in the company because everyone hates Cody Rhodes right now. Just and lean I like into seeing it. him wrestle. Just, just lean into it. Yeah. He's, he's very used. good in ring. I think he'll be a very good heel. I, th- I, I really think it could work for him. And he can use the, I've got the power, I can do what I want yeah. thing. Then. Yeah. So I'm going exactly. to keep the belt and make silly decisions. Like, I don't know, choose the referee and things like that. I, I think yeah. he could do a really good job at the moment. It just seems like it's a strange decision, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, just also to mention on this segment, we had Jericho return. Um, yes. Come in with his bat, swinging it around a bit like Drew McIntyre's sword the other week. Come to save the day, didn't he? The thing that did make me laugh 
I guess um, we're going to get Jericho v Scorpio Sky. Is that where this is going? I, I don't really know what the end goal is. Hang on, did or, he return or, here? I don't think he did return here. Is this not where Jericho returned? No, he returned. Well, let's talk about that match. You yeah, let's move on. There. Sorry, I, I've mixed up segments. We're on to Kingston and some. Yes, that's what Ortiz, we... That's all right. And Ortiz <laughs> versus 2.0. Um, I can see... It's because he was involved with Dan Lambert before and I just merged the two together. (laughs) I I, I called it out. Luckily, I caught it there. Thank God you're here. Fisher would have shut you down instantly. Yeah, I'd have it. He would have had none of that. You'd have been in trouble. Sat listening to this, banging his table. He is. He's biting on the cage bars, (laughs) trying to get out. Never miss a pod again. Never missing a pod again. Never, ever. Yeah, Um, so what actually happened... Uh, was <laughs> Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz against 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Um, I was yeah. very surprised at 2.0. Yeah, Santana and Ortiz are probably the one poorly booked tag team. AW booked their tag teams very well and they're fair with wins and losses, I think. But Santana and Ortiz don't really win big matches. And this, no. wasn't, a, this wasn't a big match, but they should not be losing to 2.0 um, unless they're really behind 2.0. Maybe, maybe they are, but maybe yeah. they just want another big heel team. Yeah, um, this was a bit of a surprise. This this result for me because you because you could have had the same outcome with them winning. You could have just had them get beat down. Yeah, then Jericho because it was the beat safe. down as well. Normally yeah. it's the way round, isn't it? But they got the win, then beat them up. Then you had Jericho return. Yeah, um, something that made just, me laugh was that Santana was on the floor. Just like absolutely out cold. And Jericho was just like ignoring him, just walking around the ring. <laughs> I think they said at the end he was so angry that he didn't really know what he was doing, but yeah. it just looked like he was ignoring him and just walking around. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, yeah, I think we're setting up for a feud between Eddie Kingston and Jericho by the looks of it here, because they kind of had a face to face, didn't they? And um, like, that could be pretty insane. He, Kingston seemed a bit annoyed that Jericho got involved. It, it, well, I think it'll be insane on the mic, but neither of these are in our top tier wrestlers in no, ring. No, the match will be well. I say this: Kingston Punk was really good in rings. So maybe it could be because again, maybe they'll just have like a real fight, like Kingston and Punk did, and it could be really good. They don't have to be technically amazing no. to have a good match, so it could still be good. But on on the mic, this the mic's going to be incredible. Build up in Kingston again. Eddie Kingston is so good we actually uh actually tweeted out um i don't know if you've seen it yet question we tweeted out a video of um eddie kingston because this, this was the one year anniversary of the um brody lee special where they yes. um did this where they did the um show for him and there's a um backstage bit where he's talking to the um you know a few members of the roster doing like a speech about brody lee goes on for like a minute and a half and it's just really good for Eddie kingston I so he's just he's, he's just a really good talker um so yeah, and anytime he's involved in a like a feud, I'm well for the build up for it at least, even if the match isn't quite as good as AW can produce. Put it that way. Not saying he is, he's not bad in ring, by the way. He's just not elite. He's not in the elite. No, he's not in the elite. He's not elite. Um, um, I actually had lots from this show. I really enjoyed yeah. this dynamite. It was really good. Yeah, um, I, I something quite brief to mention is that we had another Wardlow match. The fact that we're getting Wardlow match after Wardlow match every week. Yeah, he is going to go on his own soon, and they're they're just building him for this big push. Um, and also, and I think he should be. He's just great. I think he's really good. I want to see him do more. 
Yeah, and again, it, it probably seems too obvious, but um, we had the MJF backstage segment with him where MJF was like, because they've got a ladder match coming up, haven't they, where the winner wins a title shot or something like that. Yeah. MJF kind of mentioned it backstage, and MJF then got Mark Cernan in with a contract to say, if Wardlow wins, then MJF can have the title shot, basically. And he was like, oh, Wardlow, you know, go, you know, go on and win. But if you win, I'm getting a title shot. And Wardlow looked a bit pissed off, as you'd expect. Yeah. So I wonder whether that's going to be the thing. Wardlow wins that. Then MJF tries to take his title shot away from him and give it to MJF. I think he won't win on purpose or something like that. And that will yeah. start. Yeah, well, or even that could happen. There's a, there's a few ways they could go. But this feud has to happen, doesn't it? Like MJF Wardlow has been building up for a while now. Yeah, and then we can have Wardlow off on his own. Which... Yeah, and I, th- and I think Wardlow's ready to be a face as well. I I, I think, I don't think he even needs to really talk. He doesn't need someone to talk for him even. Uh, maybe maybe he'll be fine on the mic. I, we've never really seen it, but yeah, he's great in ring. And he isn't like one of those big, you know, the standard big, bad heel, big guy type thing. He's kind of, I, I, I just think it'd suit being a face, Wardlow. No, I, I look forward to seeing that. Um, it'd be nice to see what you can do. Yeah. Um, what do you want to move so, on to next? I, I can't. I, there's so much to talk about on this show, but there was a massive first opening match. Did feel a little bit like they've thrown everyone together here. Yeah. Um, so my, my my I've got a note here saying, how many is too many multi-man matches on one show? So I yeah. think we got three on this show, and so it was Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Christian Cage, and the Lucha Bros. Yeah, it does Matt- seem a bit, it does seem a bit of together, doesn't it? Just throwing anyone together. Matt Hardy, private party, and FTR. Yeah. Uh, I think I got that right. And it was very can they coexist style, wasn't it? Especially from the um, Christian Cage. Uh, oh, yeah, so, yeah. So that, that was the end of the Because that, that was sort of building. I'm not keen on this sort of thing where it's like, you're going to have a match in a couple of weeks, but let's throw you together anyway. Yeah, I think that's next week, actually. The Jurassic Express v Lucha Bros, which will be a great match, by the way. Yeah, they that would be a great them, tag match. Um, for the belts, it's amazing that again we talk, talk about the time, but the bloody depth of their division—the fact that they can oh. have a tag title match not involving Young Bucks or Fish and O'Reilly or FTR—and it's still or Santana Ortiz—and it still be amazing. It's There's so, so many great tag teams in in AEW right now. And um, this match was good, apart from the maybe can they coexist element, but. Yeah, they couldn't. Got... They couldn't exist. And FTR won with the big rig, man. Yeah, I, I, I love. I love the big rig. Love it. The big rig, such a good move. And yeah, the name, <laughs> big rig. I F- like the fact that they're proper. FTR's. FTR's biggest fan. They, 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 they were really good. I, I did enjoy them. Yeah. Um, it was great to see the pace. I mean, this match started quite slow with like Christian Cage and Jungle Boy in there, but they looked good. Um, and then we had the pace, like, really take it up a notch with the Lucha brothers. And then we had, um, obviously, FTR. But then we actually saw quite a decent amount from Private Party. And I think it really shows they're, again they're so that good the Hardy stuff has just really pulled them back. They're so Fine, good. have again, them with Matt Hardy, but just speaking let them of, go in the ring and wrestle. Speaking of good tag teams, so speaking of great tag team moves, Gin and Juice from Private Party is such a good move. I yeah. love it. Really but it's one of my favourite tag team moves, actually, that is Gin and Juice. It's got an awesome it. name as well. They've it got does. some good names, haven't they? Yeah, I, honestly, I think Private Party, if they were booked right, they could be one of my favourite teams in AW. I think they're so good. Early on, they were one of my favourites. Yeah, um, they just need to get away from Matt Hardy, don't they? They just need to move away from him. Matt Hardy. Maybe maybe Matt, you know, if Jeff joins AW, they'll put some Matt hints, with Jeff. There? Yeah. Some hints. Well, yeah, we saw it on um, Twitter earlier. 
Matt mentioning about the Hardy boys would love to fight O'Reilly and Fish. Yeah. So maybe that happens down the line would be cool. Let's hope so. Let's yeah, hope so. Let's just get Matt Hardy away from private party. Yeah. Um, let's get him in the tag sort of title scene and yeah. let him wrestle because they, they really are incredible. It's also funny, by the way, how um, Tully Blanchard's T- Tully Blanchard has completely pied Sean Spears. He's just yeah. with FTR now, hasn't he? He's just not with Sean yeah. Spears at all anymore. Thing is, you don't need him because he's got MJF. So yeah, no, I and don't. I guess that is to sort of cement their relationship ready for when Wardlow walks away. Yeah. And so they MJF are in, they are still all in the pinnacle together as well. So it's not like they're they're he's completely left him. No, but they're it's, like it's in just some little crew, aren't they? And we never really see Sean Spears wrestle singly anyway. So it's a shame because he is a good wrestler. He is by. An, I was actually thinking this um, on the show. Really come into my thoughts. How good is his character now compared to Ty Dillinger, Ten Guy? Oh way my better. god, yeah. that was a real low point for him. I mean, I liked <laughs> I liked him as the perfect ten, um, but this perfect is perfect ten. Better. What stupid gimmick that is! No, the number ten is your gimmick. Everyone can, used to chart ten. What, him. <laughs> what can I do with that other than do a do a cartwheel and put my fingers in the air? That's all he did. I, I want him to do that just to like take the mick or something. Yeah, that would be That'd funny. Be great, that would be funny. Um, I'd like to slide into my top mark, if I may. Yeah, let's see your top mark. Let's see your top um, mark. So my top mark this week um, was something I've been anticipating for weeks, and I don't know why. It just feels like this has been going on for ages. Um, the TBS Cup, uh, not Cup, Championship Tournament. Yeah, I think I quite like the fact that this has taken a while to get to this point because it feels yeah. prestigious rather than WWE where it's like, Right, what, get it all done in one night, and then the next night we're going to have the championship match. It yeah. feels like a proper tournament, doesn't I it? Actually, it um, I actually question why it went, why it's taken so long, but they're moving to TBS next week. That's why they've delayed it until right. now. So it makes complete sense. Still I, cool, I, was, though. I, I think it feels a bit more Yeah, no, it's real. Yeah, it's been really good. So we had Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargill, uh, which I've been looking forward to for a while because what Jade Cargill has been good in ring but she's basically had squash matches because she is such a beast um thunder rosa we know can wrestle and is probably my favorite female wrestler in aw um i thought this was great it went a real good distance really enjoyed it i like the fact that i normally don't like an injury in ring but i think the fact that jay cargill was so strong and dominant it needed thunder rosa to sort of cleverly target a body part and she went for her left leg yeah which took that power away from cargill which i think in this aspect really worked well because she is so dominant um just the fact that this match was just great the build was good between the two of them we've had quite a lot of different elements coming into it um there's some incredible power um yeah there was there was like uh was like a crane kick that jade cargill did to thunder rosa which like what watch it back it it, she proper connects with her chest and nearly puts thunder rosa through the mat it is insane the amount of power jade cargill has i was like god she like floored her um she picked thunder rosa up at one point but it was almost in like a jackhammer position and she held her there and you don't mm. tend to see that in the um well you don't tend to see it in the men's division that often but the, the, yeah the women's like lashley or someone yeah rare. incredible power from both superstars because obviously fucking rosa needs to be strong to hold herself up like that yeah um but i just thought it was so good and then the ending um i didn't expect um yeah i i didn't know who it was at all no, but so Thunder Rosa got hit in the head by a masked figure. 
uh, which and then Jade Cargill got the win, which then went on to be unmasters Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, I wasn't expecting. Interesting. Um, again, another another good women's division signing from AW. It's, it's yeah. an improvement to their women's division again, which yeah. went from being their weak point to being pretty decent now. It's going to be and good. They they needed it, didn't they? In terms of strength in depth. It's probably better than WWE's. WWE have more top stars by far. There's no question. But yeah. once, in terms of the way they book it, once you go past the four horsewomen and Bianca Belair, yeah. you kind of, there's no one there. Like, the funny Liv thing Morgan, is, probably, even a month ago, we were saying how much better WWE's was than yeah. WWE. And I think this is about to turn. I think this new year is a new era. If they get Tony Storm, they have... They've got a seriously good roster. No, exactly. They're pushing Jamie Hayter. They're, they're, it's going to yeah. look great. And it's um, all down to the booking. Like you, you just said about how long this match got. You know, the same with um, uh, Ruby and Chris Statlander last week. It was a really good match. The other semi final mm. that got decent time. Most of these matches have. And then on WWE, we go back to the King of the Ring or Queen's Crown tournament. Every match got about 30 seconds. So. Yeah. They could have built up like do drops to have really good matches and wins and could you know they could easily build Rhea or Tony or Tony Storm, Liv Morgan, um, Shayna Baszler, Naomi. Their, their roster is incredible, but they don't they, they book them so poorly that there's only five women that matter on the whole roster. Whereas it's a shame, isn't it? what I think this tournament has proved is there's so many good women's wrestlers here on um I can't AW. remember her name, but this straight is a, straight out of your oven or into your oven. Oh, Jeez, Red Velvet, yeah. Red Velvet. What a wrestler. Yeah, I haven't and, seen her for a while, but like really see uh, her, but she's such a we good saw a little promo package with Shida and um Serena Deeb on the show. They're both really yeah, good in ring. Other two there, like um, like you say, Jamie Hayter, um, obviously Britt Baker, the champ. There's just so many here. Um, and I think there's a that more some of the reason why this is my top mark is also because of the ending. Normally, I wouldn't appreciate this sort. And people listen and probably think, you hate this sort of thing. But actually, no. In this instance, because it was an introduction to a character, and Jay Cargill has not really had to cheat to win at all. She's just been an yeah. absolute monster. That it was quite a nice, refreshing twist. And also, it's protected Thunder Rosa, because I think she's going to then go on to the other title. And she's not really lost, because it was a, a cheat to win. You're um, right. I also so think... This is like a nice little um, mini feud for her before she gets to Britt Baker. I think we're going to yeah. see now Thunder Rosa v Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. I think we'll see Britt Baker v Jamie Hayter. And then we're going to get the TBS between Ruby Soho and Jade Cargill. And all of a sudden you've got three. And we've currently got Serena D v Sheeda as well as the yeah. current feud. So there's four decent women's feuds in the AEW division there. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? For Yeah. If you looked at like 18 months ago, you'd, you'd have one max. Yeah. And it, it usually was Sheeda versus somebody, and that was it. Wait, I, I didn't even mention Nyla Rose or Riho in my talk about the great women's roster. They're, they've yeah. got like 10, 12, 14 really good female wrestlers. And then you've got obviously um, Penelope Ford, Ty Conti. Ta Ty Conti, Anna, Anna J. Yeah, yeah all Penelope feuding. Ford. Uh, and yeah. even the Bunny can wrestle the bunny. really well. Um, yeah, I, I think they, they've got a, a um, they've got like a street fight on a rampage yeah. tomorrow night. Be interesting. 
But yeah, top mark of the week. We really enjoyed that. Very good top mark. It was, that, well, I, I said my top mark was Profits Mysterios. In terms of match of the week, this was probably very close to it, I think, that one. Um, I tell you what, should, Dynamite was insane this week. It was actually. I forgot how good it was until you go through it all. Um, we haven't even mentioned the main event yet. I know. Which, and there's something before that as well that I wanted to quickly mention. Yeah, go on. Quick, quick, so quick mention. we had um, a new feud. Uh, obviously, we had it, it starting last week, but uh, we had a... Brian Pillman Jr. promo and Malachi yeah. continuing there. And I think that could be incredible. I know we want Malachi to do some big things, but I think um, Pillman Jr. is a great wrestler. We've seen that before. It's a really so, good promo as well from Pillman, I thought. Hey? Mm, I really think this like could be good in the making of a star. Um, and it could be good for Malachi because he's going to be in ring, but we're not pushing him towards a title, which I'm glad we don't want him to be near a title. Yeah. So... I have a question for you. He keeps mentioning House of Black, and it keeps getting mentioned. And I think the the thought process is there's going to be a stable here. The House of Black's going to be a stable. Yeah. Do you have any idea who will be in it with Malachi Black? Who really fits with him? I can't. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's not from AEW or WWE. I can't remember. I've seen some things about this not too long ago. Oh, I don't know. Uh, another heavily tattooed guy. Some of our listeners might know who he is. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. But yeah, um, I, I'm just interested to see who they might... So I'm trying to think of recent AW releases they could... I mean, obviously, the one you think of is like a is a Bray Wyatt type, but he's more of a leader than a follower. Um, I was trying to think of a dark type I think, people. I'll tell you who could be quite good it, 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 to sort of bring them him away from Lucha... Rose would be um Pack. Pack, yeah. I think that could be really cool. Yeah, I, I think um, Pack could be interesting. Um yeah, I, I don't I, know, I, maybe I should... someone really um like clean and face who he could sort of turn. I think that could be cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I think it's really intriguing to see what he does. Um, maybe someone random like Kip Sabin. Yeah. What are they gonna do when he comes back? Anyway, well, yeah, I was thinking about we haven't seen Miro for a few weeks, have we? Or like Andrade. Something really interesting could actually be I, I can't see it happening, but imagine if Cody. Yeah, that did cross my mind actually, Cody. If he went if he wanted to go proper here, we could just go really dark and or even like a Dustin or something. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just it's gonna be good, whatever, isn't it? And the rust is so big you could um Yeah, yeah, there's so many guys you could put with him. It's just interesting. Um, should we move on to the main event now? Was there anything else you had? Hmm. From oh, just one very small thing was the uh, promo package between the acclaimed and Derby. Oh, yeah, this was, uh, was and funny. Rip. Yeah. I just thought it was hilarious when he said that Derby, um, he, he ripped Derby by saying, my chemical romance look at ass. I just yeah. thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Them guys, when they get it right, they're just so good. And I like the way that the Sting and Derby came back, basically saying, when we're together, no one can beat us, which is just cool. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. Yeah, that, and I think we got um, Derby v Anthony Bowens on Rampage. Yeah. And I think B- Bowens had a really good match with Danielson the other week. He's a very good wrestler, Yeah, which we yeah. didn't know, did we? And by the way, I'm just about to say, we're, we're praising how good Dynamite was here. There was no Danielson. There was no Hangman. There's there's obviously no Omega, no Moxley. Yeah. There's a 
They're big stars, aren't here? We're thoroughly injured. And MJF had a promo. Yeah, he MJF, didn't, MJF didn't do much. Punk had a promo for a bit. Didn't really say yeah. too much. But, you know, it's, that's most of their main guys. And this is one of my favourites in a long time. That's the, the roster's so good. And, yeah, people have just been booked so well currently in AWS. It's really good. Um, but let's move on to the main event with... Um, the Undisputed Era, I don't have a better name for them, but... A very close top mark for me, this. Fish, O'Reilly, Cole, um, against the Best Friends and Orange Cassidy. Um, Doesn't get any better. Yeah, another good match. Um, Fish and O'Reilly came out to their Red Dragon theme stuff, which was what they were called before NXT. Yeah. Um, and again... I, I didn't know them before NXT because I didn't really watch um, anything. But apparently um, it was their old music as well they come out to, which they had before, which I think a lot of people got excited about because, you know, it's kind of like a, 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 a throwback. Um, but I guess kind of the interesting thing here is the finish where the Bucks help Fish and O'Reilly get the win. And then Cole's kind of in the middle and he kind of actually went off with the Bucks rather than Fish and O'Reilly. Well, O'Reilly kicked him in the face, didn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, sorry, I missed um, that. That's yeah. what they were sort of kicking off about. Yeah. But how we're going to get this feud, aren't we? And how good is it going to be? Yes. Yeah, I, so- I can honestly see Omega and the Bucks versus Adam Cole, Fish and O'Reilly. And how amazing would that be? If it, we oh, it's, it's amazing. And I'm sure Omega's getting involved here. But I, I've got a proposition for you. Could we see Cole and the Bucks via Omega, Fish and O'Reilly? That'd be incredible, but I almost want them to stay as undisputed <laughs> yeah, era. No, I know, I know. Uh, but what but I liked is they, way they, they didn't ignore O'Reilly and Cole. They, you know, in their segment earlier in the night, yeah. O'Reilly said, leave us alone. And he's like, I know we've had issues, but we're here. So together. clever, so clever. It don't, was so, don't so it. weird when they forget about it. Anyone it? who watches AW or 90% of the people that watch it will know Fish and O'Reilly had a year-long feud on NXT. If you didn't acknowledge it, it would be weird because it's like yeah. so recent and so big that you have to. Um, so I thought that was really good. I honestly I think, can't tell you how excited I am about this. When they came out, I was like, yes. And how cool is it for O'Reilly to come out? I said the same about Bobby Fish, to come out of NXT doing okay. Yes, he made a bit of war game, but he's been thrown into like the main event of a big, big wrestling brand here. Um, straight away, that's probably one of the biggest crowds he's had since the takeover. Yeah, um, well, it's the thing. He's, he's used to wrestling in the... Um you know, in the performance center or wherever they are now, um, the CWC, whatever they call it, where the, the crowd's small. And, you know, a few weeks back, and it's literally a few weeks ago, he was tag teaming with Von Wagner, not doing a lot, kind of just the afterthought on NXT in front of a small crowd to main event in a big show in front of a big crowd. And being involved... a massive feud. Being involved in one of the main angles on a big like you know one, one of the biggest well the big second biggest wrestling company in the world so yeah what a um, be so good change There's for him some brilliant spots as well some real good actual proper tag team wrestling this is what undisputed era was so good at yeah um with fish and o'reilly i mean there was a spot where they um they did like some massive ddt where then one of them sort of pushed them back up again with their legs which turned into like a 
a German suplex and it just looks so smooth. Um, and the best friends as well were pulling out some amazing tandem offense, which I love it. The likes of FTR and that do it very well. And Lucha yeah, I think, I think Trent, Trent looks really good at the moment. Yeah. He's, he's obviously gone away and he, he looks bigger. He looks a bit more ripped and he's, he just looks so crisp in ring right now, Trent, I think. But th- this is the thing with um, these guys, Fish and O'Reilly, with or without Cole, some of the matches they can have on NXT, you, you know, we've got to see them against the Bucks at some point. We're going to see them against Lucha Bros, FTR. Like all of these matches are like dream matches. I just can't wait to see them all. Yeah. So I, I just... Yeah, I can't, let, let the good times roll. It is going to be. I just bet insane. Triple H is sat there thinking, oh. I, I had this for you on a plate main roster. You could, all you had to do was move them up. They were all yours and they were already made. They started doing didn't... it at Survivor Series where they kept attacking everyone. Yeah. They should have just brought them up. Um, they, they were the best thing in WWE for a little bit. What a mistake. Like... Uh, what yeah. a mistake. And I bet AW can't believe their luck to get all three of them. They they must be kicking themselves right And that's now. why they got Bobby Fish, by the way. At the time, it seemed weird, but maybe they had this in mind. Bobby Fish is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Even more so than Kyle O'Reilly, just because if he was going to pick from the bunch, he'd be your last pick, wouldn't he? Be fair. Roderick Strong might have been mine. You just hate him because of a dodgy World Cup result. Uh, I know, I know. Sorry, that makes no <laughs> sense. But Keeney's got it in for Roderick Strong. I, I do have, I do have beef from Roderick Strong. They're not going to let Roderick Strong go. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm just so excited. Um, I just can't wait to see what they're going to do. As you say, yeah, it's just so exciting. But I kind of don't want them to break them up. But it also, if Omega went with them, that could be incredible. I just think Cole fits though. He just knows the way they work and wrestle, doesn't he? It's perfect, isn't it? Wait, and he also knows how to wrestle against. He's wrestled against them. Yeah. as well um yeah so i think the aw landscape just looks so good like you look at next week the um i can't what it's called new year's bash or something there's so many like you got the hangman brian match two that's yeah. next week you got lucha bros the um jurassic express i think there's a, oh you got the um tbs final jade cargill v ruby soho I think there's other matches announced for next week. But yeah, anyway, the card's amazing. Um, and so I really but, enjoyed it this week. And I hadn't yeah. even thought about the fact that you said that the main stars weren't there. I hadn't thought yeah. about it. That's yeah, how that, good that's, it was. That's without, yeah. Darby the, the, and Sting weren't there. They just had a very quick promo. I mean... Yeah, it's it's incredible how they um, can do it. And I, I, I think next week will be a bigger week in terms of, um, in terms of the, just a show because this big AW show is coming up. We've got New Year's Evil uh, next week as well in NXT, which has, again, we've talked about the card on that. Breaker, Champa, MSK and Riddle v Imperium. Um, you've got the Triple Threat Women's match. So there's so many good matches there as well. Um, so I think on... And we've got Day One on Saturday, but yeah, we so... are going to be doing a special podcast yeah. um, that will be releasing, hopefully, Monday morning. So yeah, we're gonna keep that. an ear out for that. That'll be... Um... Uh, on day one just because we think next week is so big we have to separate this up slightly and we're going to be quite excited about that yeah i I think um i think next week will be very aw nxt focus i think we'll kind of do day one on sunday that will kind of cover off smackdown smackdown will just build up and what you know raw who knows what's gonna happen on raw but i think next week will be mainly aw nxt but yeah check out uh your podcast feeds on monday morning for that 
Um, and kind of speaking of day one, we uh, for 2022 are doing a prediction league, recharge predictions. Um, so kind of the premise of this, we're going to tweet out um, the day before a show uh, on, on Twitter. So follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle, where you'll find all this. Um, we're going to tweet out a, a, a thread of all the matches on the show. And we're kind of encouraging all of our followers and listeners to uh, comment with, with, with who they think is going to win. We will keep a track of that. And by we, I mean Fisher. We'll keep a track of that. Um, and, and <laughs> thanks, keep a, Fisher. Exactly, thanks, Fisher. And we're going to keep a point score. Um, you know, it, it, it'll be one point um, on a correct result. I think the only variation from that is is Royal Rumble. So I think we'll, we'll give everyone a couple of picks each. Um, but yeah, and, and we'll and, tweet it out each time. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll we'll, 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 we'll we'll give people the rules. Um, so we 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 did tweet earlier just to kind of let people know, and we've had a lot of responses already. Like because we you know we, we we'll be happy. You know we we do predictions between the three of us anyway. Um, so it's it, it's 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 not new to us, but. Some of the responses we've got, this is going to be bigger than I expected, actually, I think. It's going to be a bit of a uh, chore. Yeah, I think it'd be quite exciting. It's just a bit of fun. Um, So join in with us. And also, if you're in the UK, we're we're going to give a prize at the end of the year um, of a a T-shirt of your choice from WWE or AEW's site. So if you're in the UK, well, get involved wherever you are. But if you're in the UK, you can be in with winning that. Exactly. So um, if you're serious and competitive, make sure you're there. Well, exactly, and you know, it's it's just it's just fun, even if you're not. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna give shout outs to to the individual show winners as well. So even if you're not in it for the year, and you and maybe you don't watch AW, so you only predict WWE shows. Um, we'll we will do winners on each show as well. So so we will give shout outs on the show. We'll, we'll we'll kind of tweet out the winners of each show as well. So so there's kind of a lot to look forward to there. Um, but I mean, even if even if you you don't watch every show, you can still predict. You know, yeah, join in, tweet exactly. us, t- tell us who you, who you'd like to win. Even if you want to DM us with some questions or something like that, ask yeah, exactly. us what we think. Then by all means, we'll yeah. give you Fisher's predictions. <laughs> yeah, and then just go opposite of those, and you'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he has gone third two years in a row. Just just yeah, and I've won two years in a row. Just want to uh, yeah, we, yeah, slide that one in there. Yeah, if you want to follow someone, follow yeah, but, me. Th- this year's this year's more serious. Yeah. This is this is the most serious prediction oh, year. None of us can win the t-shirt. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going to buy myself a t-shirt because otherwise Krusty's going to have a bloody wardrobe full of t-shirts by the time we're finished. His <laughs> 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 predictions, uh, but yeah, I, I've, I mentioned already. But you can you can find all of that on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. Uh, we should probably also extend that to Facebook as well. Um, yeah, at Recharge we will Wrestle on there. Um, but you know, just search Recharge Wrestling, you will find us. Um, we're part of the Robot Republic Network, which you can find on Twitter at Robot Republic underscore. Um, and I think that's it for this week. So catch us for our day one special Monday morning. We'll be back at the same time next week to talk about AEW New Year's Bash and New Year's Evil from NXT, as well as any Raw and SmackDown news that may come. So see you next week, guys. Thanks very much. Bye. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.